This episode, we are starting with a cutscene featuring Sid as Jet. Jet, you and Shift mm-hmm. are in Shift's car. You are now in St. Louis. Okay. And you're outside a, a place called Powell Symphony Hall. Oh, okay, tight. And Shift got out. She, she like double parked and got out. Nice. And then she, she ran into the building and she comes back out and she says, okay, they're here. So I'll just set the dog brain to go park the car and we can just go in. Lainey said that uh, the guy we're meeting is uh, looking to hire, pays good money. Okay, you know I love money. So don't say anything like mean. I'll uh, do my best. We need to start making like good impressions here. And the last thing I need is for you to like say he looks like a basset hound or something. Does he look like a basset hound? Well, I don't know. I, he's, <laughs> I, I think he's just some old crusty dude. I don't know. Okay. Real quick clarification. Have I ever been to Powell Symphony Hall? You tell me. I think I've been in once, but it's been a long time. You're saying maybe as a kid or as a young yeah, person? Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. When I was up here for like a year or whatever. Okay. We, we went to a performance there, okay. but it's been it's so. been ages. Jet gets out of the car and she's wearing five inch heels and she's ready to go. So what does uh, what does Shift look like? Okay, so Shift she is an elf. She's got kind of darker skin. She um, when she's doing Shadowrun stuff, she styles it. She styles her hair into kind of a mohawk. She's got it shaved on both sides. Otherwise, it just kind of lays down and does like a little undercut thing. Her hair is dyed a bright, bright pink, and she's got quite a few piercings. Okay. Um, she dresses a little more outlandishly than Jet tends to. Jet does dress fairly conservatively. Outlandish meaning like? she She's just got a lot of like weird chains that don't really go anywhere. Like if she were a kid in 2000 and say four, she would have had a wallet chain, ah. probably like trip pants or whatever, you know, stuff like that. The two of you get out and uh, she's, she activates the car and, and she's got it rigged. So, I mean, oh, yeah. and so she just kind of like sets it on auto and it drives off as you guys are making your way in. It's evening time. But it doesn't look like there's a performance or anything going on at the symphony hall right now. And you walk up to one of the performers entrances, like mm-hmm. a side entrance. Oh, yeah. And there's a rather large orc man standing there in an Armani suit. He is very, very stylish and he's got reflective covers on uh, obvious cyber eyes. And as you come walking up, he kind of looks at you and he says, which one of you's Shift. And Shift raises her hand. He says, who's your friend? And he just looks at you. Hi, it's nice to meet you. My name's Jet. Jet. Mm-hmm. All right. He kind of tilts his head as if he's accessing his ARO. And then he kind of looks down. He says, all right, through there, into the hall. Just take the stairs on your right. Okay. So you go in the side entrance and you can see that, you know, that it leads down like backstage and then down into like the green room and all that other stuff. And then you see that there is a panel opens up in the wall as you're walking up. Mm. There's a staircase leading up. When it opens up, you can see that the wall, you couldn't tell that that it was there as you're walking up. And then mm-hmm. when it detaches and just kind of slides to the side, showing you this hidden entrance or this hidden staircase. Um, and then lights just kind of kick on as, as you approach. Yeah, Jet's absolutely tickled pink. She's like, oh, secret staircase. As you make your way to the top of the stairs, your AR is going and you can see 
that uh, you're in this like back hallway. It's well lit. It's not like dark or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very posh with the like very cushiony carpeting and the, the walls are like, you don't know if they're actual wood or if they're faux wood, but they're stained like a dark uh, stain, like wood stain color. Okay. And at the very end of this hallway, your AR is indicating that this is the one, that is the door that you're looking for. So as you come walking up, the door clicks open and you can see it, just see it just kind of slide within into the wall. So it doesn't like open like a regular door, it just slides into the nice. wall. As that door opens, you get the distinct smell of steak. Oh, dang. Like just prepared seasoned steak. I kind of give shifts a look just like, dang, what? Yeah, she kind of looks at yeah. you too, like, uh, and then she says, I didn't realize Lainey had this level of connection. I really didn't either. Uh, yeah. Who, who, huh. Who, who set you up with her? Oh, uh, you remember, you remember Liliana, right? Oh my God. Really? Oh, well, yeah. But like, also she's got a, she's got a dance studio. Oh. So like, so that's what it's all about. I mean, I want to, I want to keep up in the game if I can. We'll talk about this later. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Putting my feet over the hot coals today, shift. And she just kind of, she just keeps walking like, a, mm-hmm. like a step ahead of you now, and she doesn't even like wait at the door, like you know, like customer, even like stand there or knock or whatever. She seems a little perturbed, and she just kind of walks into the okay. room, and as you round the corner and look into the room you see that th- this is a private box and you see that there's a gentleman sitting there in this private box it has an actual like dining table in the back of the private box so that's like a dining area mm-hmm. uh, like a private dining area and then some stairs down into like the balcony where you would sit and watch whatever performance it is okay and this this man is sitting at this table and he is just starting to cut into what appears to be some sort of either a prime rib or or something like that. And he's cutting it and he looks up and he says, oh, you're early. Well, have a seat. It's lovely to meet you. He stands up. And uh, as you walk up, Shift just kind of just like brushes past him and sits down at the table. And he just kind of looks at her for a second. He doesn't bat an eye. He just kind of gives like a sideways tilt of his head. And it's like, like, oh, okay. And then he looks at you and he kind of. He actually holds out his hand to shake your hand. Oh, yeah. And then I, he makes a motion towards the chair as if, would it be okay if I pull your chair out for you? I kind of, I first of all, give him a nice firm handshake, just like they taught me. Then I kind of give him a little nod as in like, yeah, sure, pull my chair out. All right. He does. He settles you in and he, uh, as he's walking around, he pushes a button next to where he was sitting and he says, Lance, can you uh, come and take the order of my guests? And he, you hear a voice, uh, like a disembodied voice say, right away, sir. And then he looks at you and he says, I understand that I may seem quite old-fashioned to have an actual waiter come and and take your order, but uh, whatever you want, they'll make for you, whatever your pleasure. And he says, I'm sorry, uh, which one of you is Shift? Mm-hmm. And Shift just kind of, Shift just kind of reaches over, grabs his glass that he, he had some wine, reaches over, grabs his wine and starts drinking it. I love shift. <laughs> I love shift. Power move. Oh power my move. god. Shift is incredibly shift powerful. Is, shift is very powerful, but oh my goodness. This is oh this is a lot for for Jet's delicate sensibilities. She's just like, oh man. And she's like she like takes a drink of it, kind of swishes it and spits it back in the cup and sets it on the table. <laughs> I think back everything I ever said nice about shift. <laughs> the worst thing I've ever heard. No. Oh, Oh, no. 
<laughs> I hate shit. From oh, one no. end to the other. Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And she just, she just says, I don't know what that is, but it's, it's terrible. And then he looks over at her and he says, he nods and he says, I understand. And then he looks back at you and he says, so you are jet. Yes, that is correct. Jet. Mm-hmm. Like the color or like the, the plane? Uh, like the plane, I guess. I, you know, like to convey that I'm quick and also efficient. He nods. He says, I really, really love the, the street names. Those are, those are always like a nice touch. It likes, it like gives you an insight into the person's like how they think and stuff mm-hmm. and how they perceive themselves. Absolutely. He kind of points at his glass as the door opens again and you see this massive human walk in like a power lifter human walk in and he's wearing a suit also and a very nice suit. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, Lance, another glass of this. And he kind of looks at jet and he goes, just bring the bottle. And, uh, he looks over at, uh, at shift and says, get her a single malt and shift just kind of shrugs as if she doesn't know what even that means. Okay. And then, uh, right away, sir. And then he says, uh, will your guests be dining? And, he looks over at the two of you and he says, whatever your pleasure, you name it, they can make it. This is a lot of pressure. All right. Shift says, I want a soy burger with cheese. And I say, um. She says, make it a nuket burger. I hate her. <laughs> this is the I worst. Her. No, I'm back to oh, loving no. her. No, I hate her. I, I, I have a feeling that this is je- this is Shift's true powers, just extremely chaotic. Oh, my God. Just the most chaotic possible. Um. I look at Lance and I say, um, a Caesar salad would be wonderful. He nods and he says, do you have a fish allergy? Uh, no, I do not. Do you want, uh, anchovy dressing or just regular Caesar dressing? Oh, the anchovy dressing would be wonderful. It's been, it's been a while. Very well, ma'am. And turns and walks out. Mm-hmm. And then you see the man, uh, the, the man at the table kind of give Lance kind of a strange look. And then he looks and he says, uh, I'm sorry for his behavior. Um, I don't, uh, he's been, Perfectly polite to me so far. All right. He smiles and he says, well, if you're not offended, then I'm not offended. What is there to be offended about? He looks at the door and he looks and he says, I don't like my help presuming anything. Okay. Interesting. And then he says, well, I guess while we wait, we can we can talk. Have you ever been here before? Yes. Once. uh, Kind of a long time ago. I'd say a little under a decade. Mm. I think they've renovated it. Since at least the back the back halls look a little different than I remember. Right. Oh, so yeah, they have renovated. As a matter of fact, it's oh maybe six five five years now, maybe six almost five years. six. Yeah, so that would have been after I was here. Definitely, I think it was a school trip or something. He kind of gives you a squinty eyed look a little bit. You really should come back when the season starts over. Bolshoi will be here. Ooh, yeah, absolutely. That would be amazing. I would love to, I would love to see them perform. Uh, so does this gentleman, whoever he may be, does he seem to recognize me at all? Um, when he said that there was a little bit of a, he was a, probing. It maybe okay. uh, you get, I mean, you can do a judge intent. Yeah. I would love a, to. Uh, charisma plus charisma. Charisma plus charisma. Okay. I've actually got pretty good charisma. Four successes. He was absolutely, he was looking for a reaction from you. Gotcha. Um, Jet's face stays pretty passive. Okay. But she's got her interested face on. Okay. You know, just kind of like the the eyebrows up, head tilt a little, you know. Mm-hmm. 
You know the one. They bring uh, they bring drinks and then they bring your food. Mm-hmm. He doesn't talk business at all. Uh, just very small talk. Um, he does talk about the renovations that were done here. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the ver- when you're finally settling to eat, he looks at you and he looks over at Lance, who is just kind of like hanging out. Thank you, Lance. That will be all. Very well, Mister Falstaff. Welcome to Openly Gamer Theater's production of Resting Glitchface, a Shadowrun Anarchy actual play. This is Dorothy. I'm playing Binary. This is Maddie. I'm playing Collateral. This is Shannon, and I'm playing Eris. And this is Lindsay. I'm playing Arsenal. following content may not be suitable for all audiences. Okay. So, Kmore has you at a Super 6 motel. He he's not sure if he wants to have you like do your pre-fight workouts at Max's. He he offers and and of course Max says you can use the place for free, but is Joe comfortable with working out at Max's after everything? Joe probably doesn't want to go back to Max's for a while. Okay. So what Kmore does is he arranges with another gym to have you do your pre-fight stuff. I thought you were going to say the hotel gym. <laughs> That's yeah. really the way I thought you were going, and I was like, yes! <laughs> uh, no. It is... Just absolutely pounding this this punching bag next to this little old woman walking on the treadmill. <laughs> right. Oh my god, yes. Would a Motel 6 even have a gym? No. Probably not. Just be like all the fake shrubbery, all the shrubberies, and you just go around smacking them. A shrubbery! <laughs> shrubbery. It's actually a new gym, and uh, mm. so Kmore's like, you know, um, Joe, this this uh, this uh, this is a new gym, so it's a little bit more expensive than I'm used to, like you know, uh, reserving. But uh, I think you might like it. Um, it's 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 pretty fancy, so um, it's it's over here, um, just off of uh, off of Euclid. Okay, yeah, I mean, let's go, let's check it out. It's called Checkmate Gym. Oh. It's kind of cool. <laughs> so check. It's called just checkmates. So there, there's no explanation as to why it's called that. But uh, so Kmore's working, uh, having you work out there, and you had a, a pretty decent workout. He's asked that you've shut your calm down at least uh, 
don't take any calls while you're working out and things like that. Mm-hmm. And he really is, um, he, you know, you're staying at the, the Super 6, and he actually got a room, like, right across the hall from yours. So that way uh, he's like, oh, you know, uh, I'm not going to tell you your business or anything, but, you know, th- this fight, you know, you're, you're making your comeback, and you need as, as few distractions as possible. Yeah, I get it. So, um, and then if, you get a text. <laughs> if you if you need anything, you tell me. You don't ask anybody else because any everybody else is going to want a piece of you, right? And you need to be all up in here in your head and not out doing other stuff. Sure. Yeah, I can sit in this lonely room and watch Boruto Shippuden. <laughs> I can watch Boruto for for twenty four hours. I guess. Okay, I don't know what that is, but all right. <laughs> Is that still uh, would that still be a thing? That's why I said Boruto yeah. Shippuden. Yeah, because uh, first off, Naruto <laughs> went on for eight thousand years. Yeah, it did. and then they had Naruto Shippuden, <laughs> which also went on for eight. For when, that went on for eight thousand years, and now they have Boruto. Yeah, and that's going to go on for a thousand years, and so then Boruto Shippuden. All right, so some one of you contacts Joe. Oh, I was just joking. me. Okay. I would be coming to pick her up. Okay. And I'm well, still in the trunk. Are we just hand waving the box stuff? I don't. His box is in the box is in the car. We're gonna pick her up and then go to the the the, the cyber eye. Yeah. You have no clue where Joe is. The, That's why I'm no. gonna message her. No, she knew last last episode. It was stated that she knew Joe went off with Kay Moore, but I don't know where they went. off. Yeah, you don't know where specifically. Right, right. You know that she went. Yeah, off you're with not. You, she's not missing. It's just yeah. you just don't, don't know, know where Kay Moore has her. Any hidden. directions? Yeah. Boggs is sitting there, and he's uh, he's like covering his eye with his hand, and he says, uh, "I can tape that up for you." <laughs> well, I, yeah, that tape just started. I think I might be allergic to to adhesive or something because it really started to break out. It, it, I think the hair came out of my eyebrow. Is it is, is something wrong with it? Can you see it? Is there like a bald patch. Yeah, there's like, like a like he like like, like you ripped that like something. Yeah, like he nared the center of his. Oh uh, no, no, eyebrow. it looks fine. <laughs> oh, okay. It just feels a little weird. It's you. Uh, hello? <laughs> hello? Boggs turns around and is like, what the, Cammy? what are you doing in the back? I don't, I don't know. Where are we going? Oh my God. Just, just come into the middle seat and put a fucking seatbelt on. Why am I in the trunk? That's a good question. Um, oh God. Okay. Um, and then she like climbs over the back of the seat, you know, like just slam on the brakes now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brake check. <Fuh-fuh. laughs> thunk. Yeah. She just thunks into the back of Boggs's chair. All right. So Boggs says, uh, Cammy, why, why do you smell like that? You know, it's just one of those days. No, I mean, it's like, I don't know, like lavender or something. You don't normally smell like that, do you? Oh, um, I don't. She bathed. Oh, did I? Yes. Oh, man. I must have still been drunk this morning. I'm feeling a lot better. Candy made me some tonic or something, and I'm feeling a little bit more clear-headed than I was, like, a while ago. Okay, well, we need to get Joe. We need to pick up Joe. Where is Joe? Um, She was getting ready for the fight that she's got coming up. When does she go to that? Um, I'll explain all of that when we have everyone together. Oh, okay. I'll just... Sit back in the quiet. Oh, yeah. You have gotten a text from me. I texted you about the job. That was in a group text to all three. Yeah. Okay. Once Kmart falls asleep, he's out. He's like sleeps like the dead. So you could have a party in your room and he would never know. Okay. I don't know, guys. I really feel like I should respect Kmart's wishes. <laughs> I swear to God, if you don't get your ass in the truck, your ass is grass. God, I really hate that you can just track my comm like that. That really sucks. 
get your butt in the truck. Was that supposed to be intimidating? Boggs is sitting there. Is he shitting shotgun? No, she's sitting shotgun because I've now taken over driving my vehicle. No, because you're still fucking drunk. No, no, it's, it's, it's not, not happening. What? No, Lindsay, no, you don't get to win this you one. Keep, I'm fucking driving. I didn't keep Cammy. drinking. And it's in character. No, no, no. No, this is this is this is game. No, I am driving. This is my vehicle. Please scoot over. I am no longer drunk. It has been how many hours since I had my last drink? Boggs is sitting there with his hand over his eye. He goes, "Every drunk says that, you know." You know what? Okay, you drive to wherever you want to drive to, and then I get to drive afterwards, okay? Fine. Okay. Joe sends a text message to Eris. We might die. <laughs> what, what's, what's the matter? Uh, and it's got exclamation points and all a, over. And an eggplant emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Cammy might be trying to drive while intoxicated. <laughs> Literally, you were just in the backseat and didn't know how the fuck you got it there. It was the fucking tonic that Candy made me. Tonic doesn't just sober you, though. In this world, in this day and age, it might. <laughs> that was some pretty foul-smelling stuff. It might have actually worked. Oh, my God. Boom. Boggs is there? my best friend. See, that's all it took. Cammie, stop looking <laughs> yeah. at my comb while I'm texting. That's really rude. Okay. Maybe it was lavender. Maybe it wasn't me actually taking a bath or a shower. It was Boggs that you're right. It could have been that tonic that Candy gave me. Uh, like she's like you're sweating it out or something. Yeah, like it was pretty something. I feel great now. I don't feel like hungover yeah, at I all. I mean, you don't smell like puke at all. Yeah, I know. Who Thank knows? God. Otherwise, you wouldn't be in the car. Joe sends another text to Eris. Never mind. We're gonna. I'm gonna die in here, but it's gonna be because we never leave. <laughs> <laughs> okay. R. I. P. Let's and then uh, and. A little tombstone emoji. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say send F for respects, but uh, that's not going to be a thing in 20 lady. So Cammy just finally gives up. Fine, you drive. She like, talks to this like, bitching about everybody in, in her little backseat area. I'm just going to listen to my own music back here. Hey, Joe, have you gotten in contact with Eris recently? Yeah, we're texting right now. I've live tweeted this whole conversation. <laughs> Could you see if she could meet up with us? Hey, Eris, can you meet up with us? I don't know where we're going, but Val told me to ask. Why? What's going on? I have Where are we going? I have no idea. They just came to my room and insisted that I get in the car, and they threatened me with violence, and now I'm in the car, and I don't know. What? Okay, this is literally just to get the party together. This whole thing <laughs> has just, just been be. to get the fucking party Aris together. Isn't going, Aris isn't going to fucking East St. Louis to get bought to new Cyber We don't have to do that. Out of character, we don't have to go do that. I'm literally just trying to get the party together. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> oh, my God. God. That's why I got it in the fucking car. I could have been at the house with candy drinking away. Okay. Now, I didn't. Alcoholic. I didn't. <laughs> You know, there's this, the there's this magic thing that can happen in role-playing games. Hey, Eric, mm. can we move time up a little bit to uh, once Boggs has had his eye implanted? If you want to. I would I, love to. I wanted Spend to act point. all of that out, though. I wanted to know what was happening. Yeah. Is it the what kind of clinic? Then you can do it's that. A, it's, a, it's an underground, like, surgery. I don't want to waste time now doing that, though. Like, there's other things that we have to attend to aside from just getting Boggs' eyes. We're just so you're just going to gonna drop him off. Because he needed a ride. That was the whole point. Yeah, we were just going to drop him off. Go-Go's don't go with it over there, so it's... Uh, oh, yeah. East St. Louis is, like, in the CZ, right? Part of it. Most of it is. So I don't want to leave him alone. That's fine. I'm not joining you until you're done with oh the Oh, my gosh. Shit. Then you're not allowed to play tonight. That's fine. <laughs> like, if that's what it has, if that's what has to happen, I'm okay. 
with not like I have no reason to join you for that. And also, Eris wouldn't want to join you for that. I love you guys, but that's just the fact of the matter. Hey, do you want to do, do Bianca and Joe just want to get dinner instead? Yep. Oh my god. What the fuck? <laughs> so you're dropping Joe off so Eris can come and pick her up. Oh. Yeah, you know what? Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Dorothy's gonna not Val. Dorothy's gonna hurt you. Dorothy, I love you. Yep. (laughs) Okay, so you drop Joe off. You were in Jennings, so yeah, somewhere on uh, Bell Fountain. We didn't even leave. Oh my god! Wait, the hotel hotel was in Jennings. Oh no, no, no. That's that's where your place is. So no, the hotel was off of Euclid. Euclid. Yeah, so it's Central West End. So all we did was put you in the car, and then you would open the door, and you can just get (laughs) out. out (laughs) I was like, oh, you guys called me out here to help replace Boggs's eye. Fucking bye, and then just climbs over Cammy in the back seat. So you drop Joe off, and then you you're now headed across the river. Now, unfortunately, most of the bridges into East St. Louis are completely closed because they're in the containment zone. You're going to have to go south across the JB Bridge. Uh, all the way fucking south. God damn. Unless you know somebody who can get you across the river. Okay. We're just going to take 270. <laughs> hey, B, send. Do you want to meet and get like dinner or something? Send. Valen, Cammy broke me out of solitary with Kmore. And now I'm on the side of the road. Send. <laughs> Christ almighty. Why are you just on the side of the road? Well, they said. So they told me that I had to get my ass down to the car, in quotations, send. But when I got down there, they said that they were getting Boggs a new cyber eye, send. And that's really not very interesting for me, Send. All right, so has Eris heard back from Ari yet? You are actually waiting on this phone call, and as you're getting texts from Joe, you get a text from Ari, and it says, where are you? Sitting in a go-go on Manchester. Way to narrow it down. Manchester and Big Ben. What are you doing down there? Uh, I don't know. I just needed to get away from the house. So do you want to talk to me or no? Yeah, where you want to meet. Your house? That's fine. Let me kick some things out. Good idea. Sorry, Joe, I can't send. Cool. Joe's just like sitting on the side of the road like, awesome. <laughs> uh, can you get home and maybe I can I mean, meet I, you in like an hour or so? I can walk back to the hotel, yeah. Hang on. Wait, do you want to go to the hotel or do you want to go to your house? My house? Oh, we bought a new house. Wild. Well, the house is a ways away from where I am, so I think I'll probably well, just stay at the hotel. Oh, it's text, so I can't interrupt you. <laughs> send. I can send you a go-go. Send. You don't have to do that. Send. Yeah, but I want to. That's a smiley face. <laughs> Joe just sends back, that's really gay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure, yeah. And then I give her the address for the... Okay. For the uh, hotel. Okay, so I'm going to, uh, since I'm already using GoGo, because I'm sitting in one right now, I'm going to order you a ride, because it's live, but it's got a Y. <laughs> now Joe is going back to the hotel. Um, <laughs> no, I thought you were going to your house. Oh, oh, but, but she was still on the corner. We never left. Yeah, she so the, never hotel, left. the hotel's right, right yeah, there. So like, you are going home. 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Rather than going back to solitary. Okay. All right. So, um, the, we have an hour, guys. The next thing that happens, well, I mean, in the the order of things, would be you would arrive at Ari's Ari's. house. All right. So the the gate opens, and you the the um, go go is given like virtual instructions on where to drop you off. Um, before I get to Ari's, I switch out my phones and stuff. Okay. So you arrive and you see as you're pulling up the drive, a, a sports car. So like a, like a uh, Lamborghini. You you don't need to go any further. Yeah. So a, a (laughs) A vehicle of some sort. A European sports car that runs probably around 200 to 300 K drives by, goes past. The other direction, like leaving, and then you're given virtual instructions to pull around to the back, and then when you pull around to the back, uh, you can see like it's all it's like a glassed-in area, like like overlooks the pool and everything like that, and you can see Ari, and she's standing there in like a a kimono that is way too goddamn short, it's like barely tied around her, and she's like walking around barefoot in the kitchen, just from. My own personal, like, imagery. What does Ari look like? I was thinking something like a Kate Beckinsale. Young Kate Beckinsale. She's walking around and and, um, the lights come on as you, like, walk up. And And I just hung out with her last night. She's walking around barefoot in a a, a slit shirt. Yeah. (laughs) No, she's wearing a kimono. Yeah. Short kimono, a.k.a. slit shirt. Oh, you said slut shirt. I thought you said sweatshirt. No. No. They said slut shorts. Yeah. I mean, it's those two. So, uh, the lights come on. So she's, she looks out the window and you can tell it's obvious that she can't see you because you're out in the, in the dim and it's light in where she's at. But she just kind of waves for you to like come in. Mm-hmm. I do. I come in, uh, like I own the place basically. And like- she's, she's pouring wine mm-hmm. as you're walking in. What did that go-go like go like the slowest go-go ever or what? What are you doing writing in a go-go anyway? Are you trying to play down things? It was more for privacy than anything else. Privacy in a go-go when you could ride in your dad's car with a driver. What's more private than that? Claude doesn't know about some of my recent activities and neither do mom or dad. Mm, what a, here, drink this. Tell me if it tastes like shit before I drink it. I take a i take a sip yeah it's it's fabulous okay uh hang on i want to i want to roll wine connoisseur <laughs> <laughs> okay what would that even be <laughs> sommelier roll yeah Let's, it's however many charis- dice i grab charisma Lo- plus will it'd be yeah or logic it's just however many dice i grab that's a lot of successes actually it's delicious <laughs> yeah you uh very, it's very um, um, pretty and um, yeah, light. Nice and, successes and on a random amount of dice. You've had this before, uh, like at a restaurant or something, and you know it's probably somewhere around five, six hundred bucks a bottle. I'm gonna uh, be like, oh, the and say the name of the wine. Yeah, I don't think I like it. She starts dumping it down the drain. I think this is a bad batch. That's that why breaks. I made the sommelier roll so that I wouldn't. Be like, oh, yeah, it's delicious. And then she does this shit. <laughs> I finished my glass she poured me because I'm assuming she's dumping the bottle. Right. And then I just set it down. Weird flex, but okay. Did you see those two losers leave or were they already gone by the time you got here? I saw their car leaving. Yeah, they they hung out in the driveway forever. I don't know what the hell they were doing. Probably jerking each other off. Maybe. 
Anyway. So what'd you find out? Well, remind me what remind me what what you asked. Basically, I wanted to get in contact with the Black Veil Prophet Society because I want to shirk off our uh, everything with the CZ, basically. Because, like, Eris is under the impression right now that St. Louis is about to be either a war zone or ground zero. And we are not equipped to deal with that. And so she wants to shove that moral responsibility gotcha. onto them. The other thing that she had asked, which Ari got super serious about, was if... The Blackfield Prophet were involved with what happened at Hubbard, and I told Ari that the head was found in Azalea's spot and that it was the runner I had sent to his death. Okay. All right. So she says, you know, you always give me shit about how I seem like I'm, I look down on everybody. And I'm not saying that I don't, but I know when people have value and what they can do. So... When you say things like, Claude doesn't know this and that, maybe you should really check in and make sure. All right. So maybe Claude does know. And to assume that your parents don't know is probably pretty naive. Well, I was trying to keep it from them. How's that? Well, I mean, I get it, but hell, you don't think that your parents, my parents, they don't have people that tell them stuff that happens all around here? Yeah. So, like I told you, if you want them to get involved with anything, you have to be prepared to have them involved in everything. Um, so I had already very eloquently put it that I don't want them to be involved. Like, I, I want to push the responsibility. Like, I want to, uh, excise us from the situation and have them be involved. So I don't want them involved with anything that we're working with. I'm just reminding. Eric. Mm -hmm. Are you saying any of this to her? No, I had already said it to her. I know, but that, that, so she's reiterating this stuff. Like, are you sure? Ari, I mean, this is just really big. I feel like they need to be involved, but I don't necessarily want them involved in everything. Do you know what they do? Only what you've told me. I don't even know if my parents are part of it. They're tight lipped. Well, I can tell you right now. They're not. Okay. But that's by their decision. And let me put it this way. It was not a very popular one. (sighs) B, you know I love you, right? Yeah. So when I say this, I say it with love. You are fucking selfish. Hang on. You guys are all freaking out about it. That is the core tenant of Bianca LeClean. We know this, but nobody's ever really called you out on your fucking bullshit. And she what just are you fucking talking did. about? Have you listened she to anything in this podcast? Did. Every single one of my NPCs, all they do, they're always mad at me because, because I'm a suck. selfish little bitch. I know, but she fucking just said I love you, but fuck your attitude. Yeah. Uh, Joe is too blinded by feelings. To ever even consider the lady boner. Also, Bianca hasn't abandoned you to fuck off in Italy for two years. So, I mean, there's that. All right. She says that. And then she says, this whole fucking world does not revolve around you. What? Okay. And? That head wasn't a message to you. But it was in Azalea's spot. It was a message to your parents. Right. Things like that happen when you tell these people no. What did they say no about? When did they say no? What? Why is this happening now? When your dad turned them down the first time, they were mad. 
when he turned them down the second time and she looks right at you, they were more mad. When he turned them down the third time, that's when they sent the message. I return her looking right at me. Is Azalea in danger? You're all in danger. Son of a... All right. And your father knows it. If I join, will that change anything? Will that make them ease up on mom and dad? There has only been one person who's ever said no that many times and walked away. And he is basically a hermit. Who was it? William Falstaff. Oh. Oh. But he's got the clout to hold them off. We will now cut to Joe. Eris had booked a ride for you. So as you're sitting there and it's raining and it's a, you know, it's a chilly drizzle because of, uh, you know, it being spring and all. As you're sitting there, you hear, Joe, is that you? Joe looks around. You see one of the bus stops and you see this person like in the rain standing there looking at you. It's Pierre. Pierre? He, he waves. Like, you know, like almost like a Forrest Gump wave, you know, like a really too fast wave. Uh, and he's like, are, are, what are you doing sitting down there? You want to you want to ride? I can double up my fare on the bus if you want to ride with me. Well, somebody called a ride for me, you know, like ride. OK, he, he like actually like runs across the street to come and sit next to you. Cars are like slamming to a stop, you know, because he's like running right. Oh. It's not, he's jaywalking. It's not straight up, you know, like at the crosswalk. He's just running across. And he says, uh. D- do you need a coat? Oh, no. You can't really see it because it's really dark, but I I am wearing a coat right now. Oh, okay. I don't know why they shut off the lights on this street the way they do this early, but yeah, that's why I didn't know if it was if, if it was you or not, but you know, something told me it was you. What are you doing out here, Pierre? He points across the street and he says, well, I work at the bookstore. Oh, that's right. You work at the bookstore. Joe says, like... Hiding the fact that she totally didn't know that. <laughs> I thought maybe you were waiting for me or something. No, not this time. I'm actually um, staying at a hotel not too far away. Oh, fancy. Um, not as fancy as you'd think. <laughs> okay. Well, are you hungry? Because uh, there's a great pizza place down the street. Ooh. Joe, hold hold one one moment, please. Okay. He yeah. like You seem like acting like he's checking his comm like he's doing stuff, but you can tell that his, his AR isn't even on. He's just like acting like he is. Oh, that's so <laughs> sad. Uh, Joe uh, sends a message to Eris. Hey, Eris, send. Is it too late to cancel that ride, send? Am I to Aries yet? Is this during the conversation or is it before? This is, you are, you've just started talking to Ari at this point. Oh, it goes, it leaves you on, uh, not even leaves you on red. It gets ignored. So, yeah, it's just sitting there. Yeah, yeah, I'll get some, yeah, we'll get some pizza, some, some Greek food, some pizza Greek food. Uh. <laughs> oh, okay. Like a gyro? Oh, uh, I don't know if that's how you say that, but yeah, we can get some. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, well, well, let's do that then. My treat. Oh, thanks. Then a lift pulls up, or a ride pulls yeah, up. Yeah, no, you, you walk in, and as you're walking in, you kind of look back, and a ride pulls up, and you see this, like, like scanning the area where you were just at, and then just kind of sits there for a second and then drives off. Oh, well. Yeah, this place is pretty great. I uh, I eat here for lunch sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. The And sometimes the owner of the bookstore will, uh, you know, like spring for people and stuff. Um, have you been to the bookstore? 
I don't know. I haven't. Yeah. I it, don't. Usually... He points across the street. You know, they sell a lot of I'm like real like books and stuff. Not like, you know, just, you know, it's, it's not like you're downloading stuff. It's like for real, like on paper books. That sounds incredibly expensive. They are. Um, and we have to be specially trained to handle them and everything. It's uh, it's pretty intense, actually. Oh, big shot, huh? Well, something like that. But, you know, I'm like fourth, I think, fourth in the pecking order. Well, if you don't count Boots. Is Boots the shop cat? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's been watching the cat. Wow, Pierre, it sounds like you're really doing doing well for yourself, huh? To get this job, I actually, you know, had to I had to be on a waiting list for a while. So, mm. yeah, it's kind of a thing. You know, it's it's a very specialty, like, niche. And then he kind of goes, niche, niche well, it's 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 very specialized. Oh, I see. Um, so, what have you been up to? You look different now that I can see you in the light. Oh, I mean, I've been getting ready for a fight. Well, you always look like you're, you know, working out and stuff. No, you look something else is different about you. Hmm. I do have a special someone now. Oh, do tell if it's not too personal. I mean, is it? Have you been seeing them long? What is the time? Like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just whatever you can see. Like, oh, you can week. tell Pierre whatever you that's want. True. It's it's soap opera time. Who knows? Right. Yeah, that's true. You're right. I can lie to Pierre. Oh, you know, uh, I've been seeing her for about two months now. Cool. Her, cool. Na- her name's Bianca. Oh wow, that's a pretty fancy name. I actually know a Bianca. That's weird. Do you? Does she? Does your Bianca have red hair? No. Mm, okay. Well, then I don't know your Bianca, but uh, it's it's that's kind of a interesting name to you know. You don't hear a lot of Biancas anymore, at least. It's kind of an old name. I guess not, but I mean, you don't hear of many Genes. It's true. It's true. So, um, yeah, this uh, crazy weather, huh? Yeah, it's crazy. It's um, almost like it. It's almost like it never rains in St. Louis, huh? I know. Like, people drive like crazy. It's like they've never driven before. I don't know. No, But then again, I can't say too much because, you know, I don't drive. Not since, you know, my accident and he points at his eye. Yeah. Hey, um, what – is it okay if I ask what happened there? Oh, yeah. Um, I was working for an industrial company and I got some chemicals in it and it, uh, it caused it, – it fried the, the retina. So, yeah, I, nothing. I mean, you could stick your finger in that eye. I'd never even feel it. That is slightly horrifying. I know. And, and it's rough because it, – well, actually, it's not so bad because it feels super funky. Here, look. And he just starts poking his oh. eye. He goes, I can't even feel that. I can't even – yeah, I could stick a – I could stick a like a needle in it. I'd never feel it. But I won't because we're going to eat. Um <sighs> Damn. Oh my God. Wow. We need, we need a like content warning. <laughs> my, my maybe father is a psychopath? Question mark. Hey, um, whatever happened to that stuff? And then the, the attendant comes walking up and is, hands you a pad and says, uh, these are the specials. I love And the, the, it's like, it looks like this, this, these pads have been like dropped a hundred zillion times. Of course they and have. like, there's just like a uh, tape holding the, uh, the thing together and, and the screen on. And you, you're trying to like manually like touch it because it doesn't have AR capability. Mm-hmm. So you're having to manually enter it and the screen keeps cutting out and stuff. And he's like, Oh yeah, thanks, Gino. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm here. You, you can use my pad. I, that, that way it'll all go onto one bill. Oh, sure. Okay. You, you want the Jiro? 
I I would love the hero, yes. Okay. Do you eat meat? Yeah. Okay. Cuz yeah, the Is it real meat? I don't think so, but okay. um, you know, if I you know what? I don't know. Hey Gino. Yeah. Is this real meat? Uh, really? What kind of place do you think this is? Nah, I guess it's not real meat, but that's okay. It tastes like meat. I think it's got like meat sauce or something to it, mm, like I mixed in. Love meat sauce. Or, you know, powdered meat. So. Powdered meat. Oh. <laughs> Delicious. Jesus Christ. Futures bleak, y'all. <laughs> so, um, you know, whatever happened to that stuff you had me look into? Oh, um, it didn't end up working out. Aww. I mean, sometimes stuff happens, I guess. Right, right, Some, right. Sometimes your um your employer skips town with his with his daughter and just never comes back. I'm crazy. He sits there for a minute and he goes, "Yeah, that's pretty crazy." Um, yeah, I uh, you'd asked me about the the stuff and you know I got a little worried because the one guy the well they said he ended up dead. That's what I heard. Yeah, and I was afraid that you were hurt, and then, you know, you didn't answer any calls that I'd sent, so I didn't know if... Maybe I've got the wrong number. I don't know. What's the number that you've got? He blurts out this number that... Is, it's your old comm number, that because you smashed it. Yeah. Uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just not going through. Maybe I need to check, and he kind of pulls out his comm, and you can tell it's dead. He goes, and, you know, maybe I can, maybe I just need to, and he's kind of, he's like hiding the, the screen from you, so, it, like, you know, you can't see that it's dead. And he goes, well, maybe I'll just check and see. Maybe it's just, maybe the transmitter's bad or something. I think the, I think the battery may be dead. Oh, he kind of taps it. He goes, yeah, you're probably right. I probably just need to charge it then. Well. Uh, you, are you done ordering? Oh, yeah. Okay. And he, you see him just kind of touch a couple of things. And he says, uh, all right, um, I'm going to go to the bathroom and, you know, you, uh, you want, Nick's got a, an old timey, uh, um, you know, like jukebox. You want to hear some music or something? Sure. Okay. He gets up. Any, any requests as he's walking off? Something cool. I got just the thing. So, and as he's walking into the, you know, he, you see him walk towards the, the restroom and you can see that looks like his shoes are falling apart. Oh my God. Joe is really caught between being mean and cold to this man and feeling really fucking sorry for him. It's you didn't even give him your new comm number. I didn't. I pointedly did not. Is Pierre a hobo? Well, he's certainly dressed like one. God. Is Pierre a hobo that actually just hangs out at the bookstore and says that he works there to sound <laughs> really impressive? really fucking sad. Holy shit. <gasps> oh. He's just trying to impress his little girl. <laughs> this is like all of his fucking money is going into this meal. Oh, God. And you're letting him pay for you, too. And you have so much money right now. I yeah. Do. You have so much money. <laughs> Yeah, we just got like fourteen thousand new yen from six from June. He comes walking back and uh, he sits down, and you can see he's got like a uh, like a threadbare men's suit jacket on. It kind of hangs open because he didn't like button it or anything. He's got a t-shirt underneath. It's a, a like a t-shirt of an the St. Louis Urban Brawl team. It's old and faded and has some like spots on it and stuff. And he sits down and his, the suit coat kind of opens up and you can see the inside pocket very possibly taken all of the mints out of the bathroom and shoved them into his uh, inner pocket because some of them are kind of hanging out and he sits down. Oh, 
I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that myths in bathrooms are myths. I've never seen them <laughs> before. <laughs> That's the thing. Every well, now it's and then. Some, it, well, let me put it this way: something wrapped in cellophane wrap oh. is in his inside pocket. All right. So then he sits down, and then uh, Gino comes walking up, and he puts your your sandwich down, and then just uh, like a very small like side of like fries for him. Holy shit! And he says, um, "So." Um, I was thinking that maybe we could go to, uh, you know, see a movie or something sometime. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we can do that. What kind of movie do you want to see? Um, I don't know. You know, something action, I guess. I don't know. What do you, what do you like? Oh, well, I haven't, I haven't been to the movies in a really long time, but you know, anything, um, you know, actually, I think that there's an anime revivalist festival going on and they're showing the My Hero Academia movie. Oh yeah. Is that good? Uh, yeah, it's a classic. Huh. Okay. I can't say I know what that means, but um, you know what? Whatever you want. The movie? My treat. Oh, God, Jesus Christ. Are you going to let him do this? <laughs> you know, Pierre, um, actually, what it, I mean, you're, you've already, you got lunch last time and you're getting dinner this time. What if I got the movie? Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Hey, I got an idea. How about you uh, bring your somebody and I'll bring my girlfriend. You have a girlfriend? Uh-huh. What's what's her name? Uh Joan. <laughs> Looks into the camera like she's on an episode of the fucking office. Joan? Mhm. She actually comes into the uh the bookstore quite frequently. She um she recently, well, well, she I'm not going to tell her business, but she uh you know, she comes in uh quite frequently. Sometimes she teaches classes. Oh, really? Yeah, I think she's a teacher. Mm-hmm. You know, and she she teaches like literature classes and stuff like that. She's going to be a famous writer. Oh, so yeah, she's you know she's pretty cool. I like her a lot. Well, how long have you uh, known her for? Oh, I I haven't asked her out yet, but um, I, I wait a minute. <laughs> this is Pierre's girlfriend, but he's hasn't asked oh, her. Oh my god! So he we haven't. He says I haven't officially asked her out yet we've you know had coffee and stuff she comes in and we drink coffee together and okay you know, stuff. i was about to say so not I, only is he a hobo but now he's also a stock i just like i wanted there to be someone who wasn't super pathetic and just like <laughs> <laughs> but that's you oh my god i don't know i'm pathetic on a whole different level <laughs> Joe just looks down at her sandwich and she looks really tired all of a sudden. She's like, Yeah, that sounds that sounds nice. I'll bring I'll bring Bianca and you can bring Joan. Okay, great. Um here, um well you have my number, so you know, if uh whenever you're free, you yeah. know, unavailable and, and whatnot. So. <laughs> hey Pierre, I'm glad you're getting back out there. Yeah. Well, you know, it wasn't easy, but you gotta do these things to you know, to move on. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's been it's been however many years, you know, can, and I'm just now getting on my feet again. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Like, seriously? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> like, it's something that I've actually been um, wondering for a while now. Shoot. Uh, what happened there? Um, Like, y- you, you just kind of packed up and left, and you didn't really, like, explain anything about it. And then you left again, and that wasn't that wasn't easy. And you see him and, and, uh, you kind of look up as he's looking like at the counter 
And Gino is like on his, like leaning against the counter on his elbows with one hand, like up under his chin. Like he is like completely enwrapped in what you're talking oh, about. Fuck. This is not a big place. Pierre's like looking up at Gino and then he looks over at you and he says, Jenny, I'm sorry. I know that I wasn't, you know, I, I know what you must think of me. Um, and I wish things would have turned out differently, but just he looks over at Gino again and looks back at you with his one eye and he says, um, I did what I had to do to make sure that you were safe. You see, back in those days, um, well, do you remember New Orleans at all? Kind of a little bit. I remember the house mostly. Well, back in those days, um, the Caribbean League was not really much of a thing. And those who were with it were a little bit extreme. And I needed to get you out of there. And that's why we came here. And I left you at that place. And he just, you see him kind of sit there like almost like you can see the anguish on his face. He says, I, 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 I trusted somebody that I shouldn't have trusted. And I put you in the care of people that, that hurt you. And I'm sorry about that. And then when I found out about it, there was nothing I could do because I was already in too deep with those that had orchestrated me coming here to begin with. I know I'm being vague, but I mean. We're in a deli. Yeah. And he kind of looks over at uh, Gino and he's like, these are, these, are, these are good fries, Gino. And Gino goes, I'm glad you like them. How's your sandwich? It's very good. And he kind of sits there for like uncomfortably for a second and he says, you guys watch the, uh, watch the front while I go in the back. I got to prepare some lettuce. So yeah, Gino steps into the back. Man, usually you got to be regular status customers. I guess, uh, here is the bar here seems pretty low. Well, it is a good sandwich though, right? I didn't lie to that man. Uh, let's see. On a scale of one to six, six being probably the best sandwich you've ever had. No, I mean, Mom and Pop Deli sometimes have some of the best sandwiches in town. That's right? true. So, a two. Oh, it's not a very good sandwich. <laughs> you're quite, you're fairly certain that, that Gino may have dripped into it a little bit. <laughs> oh, no, no, I feel no. like that would be a one because two is just slightly below average. Yeah, no, two, two is like, oh, it's edible, but it's not good. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like he got the, got the uh, meat powder mix off or something. Oh. Yeah. yeah, or like you can you can like really feel yeah. the powder of the meat powder. Right. It's like he, yeah, it's like it's like ramen, mm-hmm. except he used like four packets of lamb. Oh, you God. Know, for your sa- for your sandwich. God damn it! Get your ratios right. Yeah, so he's definitely got his yeah, and you can see that he's got uh, areas like spice shakers up above where he cooks, and you can see you know there's different powders, and none of them are marked. Ugh. He ain't got no idea what he's cooking with. All right. So anyway, you uh, so you're sitting there, and uh, as you're sitting there, there's only like one other table in this little bitty deli, and the door opens up, and a woman walks in, and she kind of kind of looks around, like you know, like looks at the sign in the front to make sure it's still open and and whatnot, and uh, then she stands there for a second, and I mean, even when she opened the door, the door like the bell went ding ding ding, and then dude still doesn't come out, and she sits there for a minute, and she kind of looks at you guys. Kind of looks at your sandwich and then she just turns and walks back out. Um, you were supposed to watch the front. I can't believe you didn't well, I was turn wait- on your customer service. And- I was waiting for the for the cutscene to end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, at least she's probably not an assassin. I say to Pierre, an assassin would have just killed us. <laughs> he looks at you kind of strange and he says, "You made your choice." Is that a thing for you? We 
when you're a famous boxer, sometimes people make attempts at your life, you know? Hmm. Okay. So this uh, this fight that you're working for or you're working towards, um, when is it? Tomorrow. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Oh, I've got to work. Oh, that's too bad. You can't trade with someone? Well, Considering he's fifth in the pecking order behind the cat. <laughs> what, if, what if Boots watches the shot for you? Um, he just kind of, he just kind of chuckles a little bit and he says, yeah, I can't ask him. Um, what? <laughs> well, good luck though. I, 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 I wish I could see it. Door opens up again and a guy walks in, kind of stands there for a second, looking around. He's chopping lettuce in the back. All right. He looks at you and he goes, do I know you? I don't know. <laughs> do you and, want and then Pierre kind of turns and looks at the guy with this one eye. And the guy's looking at you, and he says, uh, you look familiar to me. I got one of those faces. Hmm. Okay. You have the famous negative quality. <laughs> I, yeah, I do have – well, no, it's actually a positive quality, but it is also a negative. It is a, it is a both. <laughs> also, Joe does not have one of those faces. Joe's face is extremely <laughs> distinct. So he's standing there. He's kind of looking at you, and he's like, hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to – I don't mean to be rude. And then he looks at Pierre, and he looks at you, and – he kind of looks at the counter and waits until Gino comes walking out. And Gino's like, I told you, I don't need your help. And the guy's like, hey, it's either I ask or somebody else asks. What do you want? Gino's like, I said, get out, get out. The guy stands there for a second. And he goes, all right, buddy. He just kind of looks at you and he says, uh, you two take it easy. He turns and walks out. And the guy's dressed. I mean, he he's actually dressed pretty nice, like a like a decent suit, not like an Armani suit. But oh, it's- is it like, is he like? Mafia nice? Well, you get that impression that this guy was there for a shakedown or whatever. And he, but he doesn't say anything. He just says, okay. And he walks out and you see Pierre like kind of watching the guy as he's walking across the street. And then he says, I think we need to go. Who was that? I don't know what his name is, but, um, he's, uh, he's trouble. Mm. Hey, Gina, what if you closed up shop, went home early? He goes, my wife ain't asleep yet. What a strange thing to say. That is incredibly specific. Okay. <laughs> sure. Whatever. I can't walk in the door until my wife is asleep. Well, what if you just, you know what? We're, it it's too much, too much explaining to do. Okay. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm sorry. I tried to help you <laughs> and Joe gets up and heads towards the door. So Pierre's walking out with you and he says, uh, you know, as, as he's like looking in the direction of where that guy had walked. Really didn't want to talk about it in, you know, in front of Gino and stuff. But, uh, if you really, really want to know, and, you know, it's like, and then the, like, it's, it was raining. It was like sprinkling, sprinkling. Now it's really starting to come down again. Mm-hmm. Some of the things that I'm, like I said, I wasn't proud of the way I handled stuff, but I know you ended up being the wonderful person that you are because I wasn't a part of your life. And he just kind of looks at himself and he kind of looks at you and he says, I wasn't always like this, you know, I was actually, kind of an asshole and he holds out his hand like he's like mm-hmm. he has something in his hand for you mm-hmm. and he says i'll tell you what and he kind of looks down the like looks down the street in the direction that that guy had walked and he looks back at you and he says if i gave you something would you keep it safe for me i can promise you that if you give me anything someone will have to pry it from my cold dead hands he looks at his fist and he looks at you opens his hand there's a ring mm-hmm. that was your mom's I've held on to it for a long, long time. I want you to have it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Joe takes it. You pick it up, and it's not like a wedding ring. It reminds you more of like a class ring, 
but it doesn't have like a stone on it. It's kind of a flat surface. Mm-hmm. On that flat surface is what appears to be etched a crosshair. Oh. Thank you for listening to this episode of Resting Glitchface. Theme music by Synthesque. Background music by Machinima Sound. Outro music by Super Boink. Edited by Oz. Produced by Eric Osley. Shadowrun is property of Catalyst Game Labs. Openly Gamer Theater is trademark property of Side Tangent Productions Incorporated. Looking for more resting glitch face pay data? Become a patron. Patreon.com slash resting glitch face.